Alright, so guys, as we get started today, uh, what do you guys think about what excuses do you guys make for not doing a task? What are some excuses we make? I don't know how to do it. Oh, that's good, okay, that's good. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. What else? I'm in the middle of a game. Middle of something else? <laughs> they're, they're like, then pause it. It's not on my game, I can't pause it. <laughs> Alright, what else? That's a, that's a good one. What else? What are some excuses we make for oh, not doing wow. something? Anybody else? What are some excuses? Procrastinate everything. We procrastinate. Put it off. We don't want to. We don't want to. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot of times, too, we might think that, you know, I'm not good enough to do that. Or it's too hard. Maybe it's too big. Uh, it's too challenging. But a lot of things we, we make up. Excuses why we don't want to do something. Well, tonight, as we go through Exodus chapter 4, we're going to look at Moses. And God instructs him to do this really large task. And to take on this responsibility. And Moses basically tells God, No, nah, I don't really want to do that. Like, that's not me. I'm not qualified. Go get somebody else. So it's kind of interesting to see how God responds. And there's a lot of things we can learn from the way that God talks to Moses and then eventually how God ends up using Moses through this story. So, like I said, we're in Exodus chapter 4 today. And I want you guys, if you're taking notes, to write this down that God doesn't always call the most equipped, he equips the call. So what you guys think about that tonight as we go through this passage, God doesn't always call the most equipped, but he equips the call. Okay, and, I got, and I'll explain kind of what that means as we go through here. But we're going to start in verse 1 in chapter 4. And it says, Then Moses answered and said, But suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say, The Lord has not appeared to you. So the Lord said to him, What is it that is in your hand? He said, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. So he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, Reach out your hand and take it by the tail. And he reached out his hand, and he called it, and it became a rod in his hand. That they may believe the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. And again, remember, you know, this is repeated all throughout Genesis and then into Exodus. God is saying over again, I'm the same God that performed miracles for your fathers and your grandfathers. And if I can do it for them, I can do it for you too. So again, this is repeated. And then it continues on and it says, Furthermore, the Lord said to him, Now put your hand in your bosom. And he, and he put his hand on his bosom and he took it out and behold, his, his hand was leprous like snow. It was what? Your leprous, like snow. So it had like all kinds of like disease and spots on it. Leprous was like leprosy was a big disease back then. It's the question they were COVID. Um, so he put here, uh, or, or the word of God says, it was leprous like snow. And he says, it's God saying, put your hand back on your chest again. And he drew it out of his chest and behold, it was restored like his other flesh. Then it will be, they do not believe you, nor heed the message of the first sign, they may believe the message of the latter sign. And it shall be, if they do not believe even those two signs, or listen to your voice, that you shall take water from the river, pour on the dry land, and the water which you pour from the river will turn blood when it hits the dry land. Then Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth? 
Or who makes the mute, or the deaf, or the seed, or the blind? Have I not the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth, and teach you what you shall say. So, the first kind of point here today is, again, God doesn't always call the most equipped. He equips the call. And he tells Moses in this passage, you're going to be the man that's going to lead the Israelites. You're going to, you're going to lead them uh, through this really treacherous time and eventually lead them up to the promised land. And but to do that, you're going to have to, you know, speak to Pharaoh, demand that people get let go. You're going to have to lead the people out of Egypt. You're going to have to cross the Red Sea, do all these crazy wonders that, that I'm about to I'm about to use you to do. And Moses tells God, I don't think that's really me. You know, I think you got the wrong guy, God. You know, there's uh, there's other people that are more equipped, those people that are stronger, that are better looking, better, you know, younger, more wise. I'm not really the guy you need to be using. And then God tells him, he shows him all these signs. So God basically does this to reaffirm that, hey, look, you don't have to worry about your abilities. I'm going to work through you. And so he takes the rod, goes on the ground. It becomes a serpent. He picks it up, becomes a rod again. He puts his hand in his, in his, on his chest, takes it out as leprosy, puts it back on his chest, takes it out and it's clean. And then he says, if you don't believe any of that, then throw water on the ground, and it will become blood. And so he's telling Moses this. He's showing Moses to reaffirm him that uh, he can trust God, that Moses, he's going to be with him. Through thick and thin. So basically, God is telling him this for two purposes. Like I said, the first purpose is because he wants Moses to believe that even if you doubt yourself, if you trust me, I'll do great things through you. And then he also reaffirms Moses that if the people doubt you and they say, oh, you're not qualified, you're not good enough, you know, I'm not listening to you, then show them these signs and they should hopefully believe that I'm working through and, I, and, I, and I'm using you in a powerful way. Okay? So this is where we're at in the story here. And I want you guys to think about something here uh, before we get to the next part. If God calls us to do something, he'll provide the people and materials to make it happen. So if you want to write that down, you can. If God calls us to do something, he'll provide the people and the materials to make it happen. Um, and basically what I mean by that is that when God calls us to a task today, it may not be a crazy task like that to lead the Israelites. Okay, It may not be something that dramatic, but it may be something that um, is equally important in God's eyes. You know, God has a plan for each one of our lives, including you. And so if God says, hey, Bradley, I want you to go and do this, or Bradley, I want you to go here or, and do that. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't really want to. It's not really me. You know, I'm not the best speaker. I, I'm not the best um, leader. I'm not the strongest person. You know, why don't you use somebody else? God doesn't want to use someone else. He wants to use you. And he's called you to a certain purpose, just like he's called, you know, why to a certain purpose. He graced you for a certain purpose. And so whatever God is calling you to, he's saying, as long as you trust me, I'll provide the people, I'll provide the materials along the way, and I'll lead you to the promised land. But you have to trust me first. And when you trust me, you'll see me do great things through you. But if you trust yourself, and you look at your own ability from an earthly perspective, well, then you're always going to be let down and disappointed. Because, yeah, by ourselves, we can't do it. But with God's help, we can. So in this story, does anybody know who God is going to use to help Moses? Anybody know? 
Because Moses is really doubting himself Aaron, here. Aaron, he uses his epic brother. Yeah, look, 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 so, yeah, God is going to use Aaron. And, and God says, okay, well, you're not the best speaker, Moses. You know, everybody knows that. It's fine. But Aaron's a good speaker. And I'll use Aaron to speak to the people on your behalf. So you'll, be, you'll tell Aaron, you know, I'll tell you, you tell Aaron, and Aaron will tell the people what I'm, what I'm trying to tell them. And so I want you guys to listen to this part here in chapter 13. And think about yourself in the situation. If God was calling you to this kind of task, and you were freaking out, you weren't the best speaker, you know, how you might react, and then how God's going to reaffirm it in this passage. So in 13 it says, But he said, O my Lord, please send by the hand of whoever else you may send. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is not Aaron the Levite your brother? I know that he can speak well. And look, he is also coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. Now you shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and I will teach you what you shall do. So he shall be your spokesman to the people, and he himself shall be as a mouth, and you shall take his rod in your hand, and you shall take this rod in your hand, which you shall do the signs with. So Moses went and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, Please let me go and return to my brethren who are in Egypt and see whether they are still alive. And Jethro said to Moses, go in peace. So what I want you guys to think about today is God tells Moses, you're about to go lead the Israelites. And Moses is like, no, you're somebody else. I'm not the most qualified. Sure, there's somebody better out there. And God said, no, I want, I want to use you. And then after all of this, he shows Moses signs and wonders and shows him that he's going to be with them. And what does Moses do? He says, well, God, I can't speak well. I think you should still use somebody else. And at this point, as you see in the passage, God gets really upset at Moses. Not because Moses can't speak well. Not because Moses isn't the most you know, athletic or the, the strongest person. He gets mad at Moses because Moses won't trust him. He's like, look, I've, done, I've showed you all these things. I've been with your father before you. I've been with your grandfather. Why can you not just trust me? If you just trust me, Moses, I'll handle everything else. And there's an important message there in our lives today that by ourselves and by our own abilities, we really are nothing. We really can't accomplish anything of significance. But when God is working through us and God puts his hand upon us, whatever God calls us to, we can do because God can do the impossible through us. You know, God created our brains, our mouth, our body, and spirit. And if he desires for us to speak, lead, or carry out a task, we have to trust that it'll happen exactly as he plans if we step back and watch him move. Now, if we try to put our own opinions in, we try to do things by ourselves, and if we look only to our own abilities, we're always going to be disappointed. We're always going to have anxiety. We're always going to be let down. But if we take a step back and say, look, I know I can't do this by myself. But God, if you're calling me to something more, if you're calling me to this, I'll trust you. And I'll do whatever you're telling me to do. Then as you do that task, as you begin to carry that out, as you begin to live out the life that God's calling you to, he'll put people in your life like Aaron. He'll put things in your life that will help you and mold you and will help you carry out exactly the plan that God's called you to. And then you'll look back a few years later and say, hey, I'm glad I trusted God because everything worked out just like he said. 
uh, even though I didn't, I didn't see it at first. So whatever God's calling you to, you may feel like I'm not, a, I'm not the best to do this. I'm not a leader, or I'm not a best speaker, or I'm not the best at this or this. We have all kinds of excuses, and if I ask you guys about all the excuses you can ever make, it'd be a really long list. But I want you guys to think about that tonight. Whatever God's calling to you right now in your life, whether it's to speak to that friend that's hurting, whether it's to try out for that team, or whether it's to go and try to get that job, or talk to that person at school that maybe is less popular, or witness to somebody that maybe you know you, you really should be sharing the gospel with, or to stand up against some of the evil in the world today, whatever it looks like in your life today, don't be afraid to take that leap of faith and to do it. Even though you feel unequipped, because God equips the call. He doesn't, he doesn't call the equipped. He equips those he calls. And he wants to use you just like he wants to use me for a unique purpose to uniquely shape the world for him. And so if you can truly trust in God and give it to him, and we stop looking at our own human abilities, then we'll see that the creator is going to use us for a mighty purpose. Um, so I want us to read on here in this next part here. I think you guys will get a lot out of this. And it says here in verses 19, it says, Now the Lord said to Moses and Midian, Go, return to Egypt, for all the men who sought your life are dead. So remember, the Lord people were trying to kill Moses because he killed the Egyptian. And at this point, God says, They're all dead. Don't worry about them. And he said, Then Moses took his wife and his sons and set them on a donkey, and he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the rod of God in his hand. And the Lord said to Moses, When you go back to Egypt, See that you do all the wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his heart, so he will not let the people go. Then you shall say to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, Israel is my son, my firstborn. So I say to you, Let my son go, that he may serve me. But if you refuse to let him go, indeed, I will kill your son, your firstborn. So this is where we'll get into the plagues, okay? We'll, we won't go into all that tonight because this was a lot you can cover there. But um, the first thing that God's going to tell Moses to do is to talk to Pharaoh and then tell Pharaoh, hey, if you don't do what God says, he's going to kill the firstborn sons in the land. That's a pretty brutal statement. If you, have, if you go up to somebody and tell them that, that's a, that's, a, that's a tough statement to handle. And if you say that, the person's probably not going to like you. And so you got to think about, you know, back in that time period, the Pharaoh was like the ultimate dictator in the land. He had all the authority in the world. And if you go up to the Pharaoh and tell the Pharaoh, you must do this. And if you don't do this, the firstborn sons are going to die. Your life could be in danger. You could be hated, outcast, all these kind of things. And so I want you guys to think about the extremity there, the first thing that, Moses, that God called Moses to. And if you think about your own life today, Sometimes when God calls us to move and to do something, it may be difficult right off the bat. And a lot of times I feel like there's a reason for that. Because God wants to know right off the bat, are you going to trust me or not? You know, because it's easy to say right now when we're sitting in this room tonight to say, yeah, I'll trust God. He calls me to go overseas or he calls me to go witness to this person or he calls me to go do this activity or do this. Yeah, I'll probably trust God and do it or I'll move and do that. But when push comes to shove, Sometimes a lot of us wouldn't. You know, if we think deep down, you know, if God really called you to something that seemed impossible or seemed really hard, would you really have the faith to do that? Hey, if, um, if God uh, calls you to do something, you just know you basically have plot armor. 
That, yeah, that's good. I like that. That's a good way to put that. Um, but yeah, I want you guys to think about that. Um, sometimes God will call you to something really difficult right off the bat because he wants to know that you are going to follow through. You're not just all about talk, that your actions will speak louder than your words, and that you'll follow through. And when you do that, as we'll see as the story continues on, God will eventually use Moses to be one of the greatest leaders in history. And, and it's not because Moses was something special. It's because God's Spirit was working through him. And God's Spirit is working through us if you're a believer. And so each and every one of you guys has a unique plan in your life. I want you guys to think about what is God calling me to right now in high school, you know, in the current state of my life, you know, what do I feel like God's calling me to? It can be something really small in your eyes or something really big. And if you haven't done it because you're scared about your own abilities or you don't feel like you're able to, Ask you to really give that to God this week. Spend some time in prayer. Talk to him. You know, ask him to give you faith, give you strength to overcome that, you know, to show you that he's with you. And then and then reach out in faith and go after that thing. And when you do that, God will use you in ways that are beyond your imagination, and you'll uniquely shape the world for him because you were made for a unique purpose, and he wants to use you for good. And I and I feel like if we do that again, remember that God doesn't always call the equipped. He equips the call. He'll equip you along the way. You, you, you'll be setting the right foot in line. Let me pray for us here. We'll do some discussion. Noah, thank you so much just for your word. In Exodus chapter 4, show us, God, that you, you have a unique plan for all of our lives. And sometimes we doubt that and we doubt our abilities. But God, we have to ultimately understand that you're the one that created us. You gave us the ability. You've given us any, anything that we have on earth. And you're above earth as well. And you have all the dominion of heaven and earth. And if we just look to you and trust you, whatever you call us to, we can do it, God. And it glorify and praise you. So I ask God that we seek you, seek your plan and your wisdom for our lives. And whatever you call us to, God, that we reach out in faith and go after that, God. Know that you'll be with us along the way. And that we honor and glorify you and always say, think, and do. And be a witness to others. In your name we pray. Amen.